straight, no chaser. There you go. So, Straight No Chaser, we back once again for yet another episode. Thank you, people, for tuning in and uh, welcoming us into your car, your headphones, wherever you happen to be listening to this. Speaking of, you can hear this on Spotify, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. Well, maybe not Facebook, but Anchor. just about every other place. <laughs> and uh, yeah, man, we just talking about different things. KG, what you drink? We got to introduce ourselves. Go for it. KG, what you drinking? We all starting. Well, I went to get some uh, Red Breast 15 um, single pot steel Irish whiskey. Mm. Red what? Red Breast. Okay. It's delicious. Red Breast. I haven't heard of that one. It is a whiskey. I love Red Breast. Actually, I have heard of that. My bad. But yeah, What's Neil. going on? It's your boy Neil, back up in here, chilling. Salute to all the teachers. Um, yeah, I'm on my water. There you go. What's up, Ra? What's going on, y'all? Ra, I'm on my uncle nearest. And uh, John, let's get it. There you go, man. I think, first of all, we got to quickly touch on the past few days. Um, just to recap it, Trump was found positive with COVID, literally spread it throughout the whole day. And White House, um, went to Walter Reed, hospitalized, got back out, and then we had the vice presidential debate. So it's been a whole lot of shit going on. Um, we're going to make it quick. Do y'all think that Trump actually had COVID or not? Or was it all a big PR stunt? The thought crossed my mind. It crossed, you, my, you it crossed my mind for real. But then yeah. I thought it again. I don't think his whole team can pull that stunt off. I don't. I, I just don't think they could pull that stunt off. I, I don't. I mean, me personally, like you know, I'm the least political out of all y'all. But that definitely crossed my mind. Where I think he realized, and it's just Neil thinking, but I think he realized that last debate he had with Biden was a debacle. Um, <laughs> I think he realized he looked like a total asshole. So he came up with an excuse. He was like, yo, let me just duck out. Maybe I could regroup, reformat. But, you know, maybe he did have it, maybe he didn't. But that was definitely a thought that came into my mind. Listen, I, if it was just him and his wife, then yes. The fact that it's 30-plus people now with confirmed COVID-positive cases, highly unlikely that this dude faked his COVID-positive case. Not to mention, it was convenient though. You know, the narrative before he actually came out and said that he caught it was about his taxes. That's still, I mean, people have got to go back to the $750. I, all of us on this call pay more than $750 in taxes. Damn sure do. You also had um, his other stuff that was coming out, you know, in the campaign. So Stormy Daniels is talking again. This is the tapes of his wife saying, you know, F Christmas. 
Melania, y'all have about the Melania tapes? No. Oh, yeah, look at the Melania tapes. She is on tape with her former friend talking about F Christmas. She's talking about Stormy Daniels. It's a lot of stuff that was happening right in that little moment that this COVID case kind of trumped. No, no pun intended. So exactly. So, you know, it's 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 juicy right now, man. Like it's I, I think it's it's no way in hell they can win straight up. So you see a lot of these voter suppression tactics coming out right now. And it's, it's interesting, man, to watch this. I can vote. I'm legal. I can, I can vote in Texas and, and good to vote in Texas. So, And you know, the thing that got me, because I know Keltrick stays abreast on top of what's going on, but that ain't trip you out of how he was just admitted to Walter Reed and he was out in four days. Like, what happened to the whole quarantine bit in four days, dog? Like, right. oh, he, he chose not to. I mean, he's the president. They all answered him. If he says, I want to be out, Tomorrow night, they're not gonna be like, no, Mr. President, we're gonna keep you here. I mean, any all of us could do the same thing. Now we could go to jail if we do it. Because the governor could set if the governor doesn't set like standards in your state and your jurisdiction to say if you violate these orders and you have to be arrested, no different than mass laws. Some mm-hmm. jurisdictions choose to enforce mass laws, other places are like us if you want to, great. No, and I- I mean, I see your point of view, but I'm just looking at it again. Like I said, y'all really into the political realm and the guidelines, but I'm looking at it for basic one-on-one. Your ass got COVID or whatever the case, mm-hmm. or admitted to Walter Reed or you sent yourself to Walter Reed. You were in there four days, your ass left, but you got secret service, you got your press secretary, you got everybody that's in the White House that you have to hang around. So you just pretty much saying you negating their lies and like, Hey, I'm good. I'm out. You know what I'm saying? That's how I'm looking at it. Like, well, yeah, that's, that's exactly what he's doing for sure. I mean, but he, he's reckless anyway. So I don't know why you should be surprised at that. Like, I don't think anybody that looks at him, his behavior is shocked that he's doing something that's reckless. Mm-hmm. He's, he's a narcissist. Right. And I, I think, I think he was actually um, positive when he went to his debate. Yes, he was. That's why he got there, got there too late to do the COVID test. So they had to do this yeah. honor system. Well, you say you negative, so I, I guess you're negative. Then he does the debate, and now now all of a sudden, he's COVID positive. He they already knew the dude was COVID positive. Yeah. Already knew it. It's crazy. Ain't, ain't nothing new with that. It, it, and it really, I'm, I'm, I, I want to know why didn't Kamala bring that up during her debate? She didn't even touch on the fact that that the White House is a cesspool. She didn't even mm. touch on that, that that's a hot spot right now. I don't think, again, I, well, y'all don't know this, but I was putting my daughter to bed for the first part of it, but I don't know if she was posed a question that gave her the avenue to kind of go down that road. Right, right. The whole the whole first section was about COVID. Mm-hmm. The whole first section was an open section. I, I, missed, I missed the first, the first portion of it. Yeah, yeah, so that, the first, the, the moderator or or non-moderator, um, Susan, whatever her name is, was, you know, she's like, most important piece, COVID, that's what we're going to start with. Mm-hmm. So she had an open lane to say what she wants and bring it up to that. Now, some people are thinking, well, it would it would have been a bad look to talk about the president while he's actively sick with COVID. Crazy. But well, I, had, I had a different perspective on it because I did watch part of it, but... You know, the moderator, like you said, moderator, whatever the hell she was doing. I guess she was trying to set, 
trying to set the guidelines and say, let's answer the questions uninterrupted, whatever. So it's almost like she was setting the precedence. The question I ask you, let's focus on that. And they tried to do that in the beginning, but you see they start to veer off and take extra time and it, it turned into a little, little chaos session. But I'm thinking she was just, they were just trying to stay on task with the question that was asked. So with your thought about why don't you address the cesspool, like Keltrick said, I don't think there was a way to necessarily veer into that. But I mean, I, I think to Ross' point, you got to make a way, right? Mm. And, you know, I think this is going to be controversial, but I think the debate was a draw last night. Mm. I think that... Spicy. Not, I mean, it's, it's honest. I think most people that look at that would, would say, I'm not, I'm not saying from an honesty perspective, I mean, I think it's very clear Mike Pence was lying his ass off. But in terms of the eye test, I mean, just looking at this and listening to people kind of converse, I don't think he did anything that was super harmful to his ticket. I don't think she did anything that put more distance between their ticket and the others. Mm -hmm. um, I thought it was a, a real push. Now, what I did, you know, get great joy out of was seeing a woman, a black woman, on the, the highest stage to put a second highest seat in this land doing her thing, handling her business, telling this dude, excuse me, I'm speaking. You know what I mean? And, I, and she went to Howard, walked the same yard that I walked. Um, I was able to, you know, that, that, that just, you feel connected to her experience. So I, I take mm -hmm. great pride and honor in that. So I, I, everybody should salute her and be big up in her. Uh, but in terms of uh, debate wise, I thought it was a push. Yeah, she didn't have to go in there and go for a knockout blow. Mm -hmm. Like, they are they are ahead in the polls. All she had to do was go up in there and not trip, not throw up on herself, not do nothing that would negatively affect the campaign. That's mm -hmm. all she had to do. And all Pence had to do was just reiterate the conservative talking points that they've been saying throughout the entire campaign. So, so they, that's really all he, 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 he couldn't there's nothing he could have done in the campaign that would have dressed Trump up for someone who wasn't a Trump supporter. All he was doing was talking to the people who were Trump supporters or giving reasons to those who are claiming they're not Trump supporters and claiming that they're, uh, they're undecided. Because I, I think he, he's the politician of that ticket, right? So it's very clear. Yeah, he's clearly the politician in that group. He... And not just politician. He's also uh, uh, by trade. He worked in media, so he he knows how to work. Well, he he, he did a good job of that. So if, again, I'm I'm being purely objective. I'm not I'm not trying to approach this from a, a standpoint of I hate 45 and his 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 crew. Right. Um, as an objective person watching this, he came across empathetic in his communication, in my opinion especially when he was answering that question by the eighth grader, I thought he did a, a, a really good job of answering that question. I thought she did a really good job of answering that question as well. They both did non-answers to several questions. It was, it was, listen, I thought he did a good job. I can't, I can't be mad at him. I only, I only counted one non-answer on her part. The one about the Supreme Court packing? That's the only one I counted. Like, I, I don't, I can't recall any other non-answer. The one about California, she didn't answer that question. What was the, what was the question? It was, it was a question about abortion that she posed to Pence about Indiana. 
and what he would do with Indiana. He'd never address it at all. Okay. All right. And then when they posed a question to her about what would you do in California, something around California, she didn't answer that question. Okay. Either. All right. So that might, that's two, that's two for her. Yeah. I mean, he, listen, he did it for every question. Like he, he was evasive in every single way. I thought she could have capitalized by saying you never answered the question because he did that specifically to her. I want everybody, I want the American public to know she didn't answer the question. Mm -hmm. um, mm. I thought she could have did that several times for his non-answers. You know, he was rude to the, I mean, you can't call it the moderator, you know, for being rude to the moderator, I guess, because, you know, she went over her time a couple of times as well. So the moderators need to just go away. They, they, they are not effective. The whole thing is very much political theater and it's all about, you know, I don't think there's any th anyone at this point that is undecided. If you're going to vote, you know who you're going to vote for. I wish they would just say the damn election is tomorrow so we could get this mess over with and move on. But um, as far as the debate, I, I felt like she won going away. To me, uh, dude, and, I, and I'm not coming at it from as- The fly one, hands down. Oh, the fly one, the fly one, hands down, no question. Um, that is disgusting. Like that just turned me, if a fly landed on Kamala, Kamala, fly landed on her hair somewhere, you would never hear the ending. You know what I'm saying? Never. It do look like a corpse. I'm sorry, I can't vote for that. He has no top lip. He looks like he's dead. He's waxy. He's just a very, the, the palest, he's actually kind of scary looking to me. You know what I'm saying? He's like a sheet of paper. It's just very, something that would just throw me off about that person. You know what I'm saying? Um, he calls his wife mother. Did y'all I mean, Biden got some freaky family dynamics too. So but we ain't going to get into that. But uh, this man calls his wife mother. This is just too much for me. So. Is that true? I never heard that. I ain't never heard that neither. Yes. Who, what, that? Uh, um, calls his wife mother. Yes. And I'm assuming she calls him father. Now, I can see some daddy type gameplay in the bedroom, but do you really think Pinson's wife is smashing? I doubt it. I doubt it. It's just weird. Listen, I know, he is, I, I thought, I thought, uh, is it Pete? What's it, Peter Budberg or what his name? But, Budick? Budick. 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 I thought he did a masterful job in the, in the post-debate follow-up by eviscerating them. Because I watched, I watched Fox News last night specifically to just see how they would spin this whole debate. On other channels, they were talking about how bad 45 did in the previous debate, the buildup to this one. On Fox, they weren't even talking about, you know, the previous debates. I just did it for perspective, right? Mm -hmm. And so following the debates, you know, they had him on and do some, you know, some Q&A. Um, Donna Brazil was on there. And I would say for the most part, nobody on the conservative side said that Pence won, which is, I think, to you guys' point, a victory for Kamala because the other side can't say that he had a home run. They just said he, he, did, he did well, right? Mm -hmm. um, but Pete, Pete was eviscerating him talking about uh, Pence's, he's an evangelical Christian, but now he's supporting Donald Trump who was you know, tied to porn stars, multiple wives, right. um, kids, accused of rape. Uh, sexual assault, um, all types of things that he quote doesn't stand for. So it was just it's just funny to watch this dude kind of go to work on the sidebar like as a as a uh, a surrogate. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. is um he's a he's strong mm-hmm. in his faith as well. So he is offended by um Trump's claim of Christianity and how that he has pretty much pimped out the, the Christian right. He's turned he's turned the Christian right into prostitutes. And that I, I know that offends him Ooh. at his core. Say say that again. Wait a minute, you said he did what, Rashim? Who did Trump, what now? Trump has pimped out the Christian right. Yeah. The the the, the uh-huh. evangelical vote, he has turned them right. into prostitutes. Damn, it's, simple, it's as simple as that. You heard it here, straight no chase of the podcast. Uh, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, like, share, subscribe, all of that good stuff. Um, we don't do a whole bunch of political talk, and we just talked about it for about fifteen minutes. But speaking of politics, we got to bring up this last little thing here. Megan Thee Stallion and Tory Lanez. Okay, this is brand new breaking news. Breaking news. I don't know if y'all heard this yet. Hold that down, please. Uh, Tory Lanez has been charged with battery, I believe, right? Tory Lanez has been charged with battery uh, against Megan Thee Stallion. And Mike Face, if he's found guilty of all charges and they throw the book at his ass, 22 years. So my question is, Felony assault. Felony assault. Felony assault. And he's also charged. And I believe that, like a handgun charge. He's also charged with the the the, the possession of the uh, unregistered firearm. There you go. And if he's found guilty of everything, twenty two years. So, my question. So we, we can wrap this up because we've been talking about this off and on since this whole thing started. I dare say we're going to talk about it some more in the future. Are we happy now? He's been charged. I think I'm happy with Are we okay with where this is? Or do we want more? You're going to have to repeat that whole thing again, John. You froze. I want more from your connection. (laughs) Well, well, to jump on it, just to answer his question, I wouldn't necessarily use the word happy. I wouldn't want to see anybody having to go to jail happily. You did a crime. You got to pay for it in that aspect. So I wouldn't say necessarily the word, I'm happy he's going to jail. I was answering your question, John. I wasn't, I wouldn't use the word, I wouldn't use the word happy for him to go to jail. He did the the crime. No, I'm not trying to say to change your point of view, but I'm just saying, I'm not happy to see anybody go to jail, but he did, he did harm to the young lady. His gun was unregistered. So whatever state he was in, whatever the, the law regulations are, yo, do the time and that's it. We, we, I wouldn't say I'm happy either. I think um, I'm happy for her if she feels like this is vindication and justice on her behalf. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like as a as a parent to a black little girl and to look at a black woman get shot by a you know black dude who happens to be Canadian, I think that's that's traumatic. I think I think the fact that he's Canadian is, is important, to be honest with you. I think it's lost on people the fact that it's a diff- different country. I mean, they're neighbors to, to the USA, but he's not a US citizen. Not a, he's not a, a black American man. Um, hmm. no so explain some more. What, what, what exactly, why does that, why does that matter? I think it's just different. They have a different experience than, than the black, black people from America. If you're black, black Canadian people. So it, yeah. it, I know he's living there. Is he from Canada? I have no idea. 
Anybody know? I know y'all don't know either. He was a black Canadian. He's Canadian. He's Canadian. I mean, he might just be living in Toronto, but maybe he's from Ghana or some shit. I don't know. I don't know if it's saying from the Caribbean or Africa or whatever, but it, it ain't in America. Yeah, that's, it's a whole different experience. I know his real name is Daystar. That sounds kind of West Indian to me. So, I mean, um, I think it's messed up uh, that it had to come to this. It's sad. Nonetheless, you know, he's been charged now. So hopefully this will all in some way, shape, form, or fashion come to a conclusion. What do y'all feel like is a good sentence? Hold on, Rob got something to say. Because we, we, we jump into the fact that he's going to jail. Right. He's not he's not gonna walk up in there and um and cop a plea. He's not gonna do that. He he already insinuated in his music that he didn't shoot her. He's gonna he's gonna he's gonna take this to court if he even comes back to the States at all. Because he's gotta come back. He's gotta come back to be processed and he's gotta come back to go to court. You know what I'm saying? He he already was released on I think like a a million a little over a million on his bail. But he's got to have a trial. And if he has a trial, there are two outcomes. Innocent, guilty. We jump into the fact that he's going to be found guilty. So I'm not happy, but I'm not satisfied. You know, I'm not. I need to see this thing play out. Um, mm -hmm. Like for me, forget the courts. Forget being proven criminally responsible for it. Y'all were in the vehicle. She got out of vehicle. She ends up with, 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 with bullet wounds. You had the gun. So for me, you shot her. You got to be held responsible for that. What does that look like? Mm. I don't know. What kind of time do you need? If you, you the judge, he's been found guilty. We, this is all hypothetical. But now you got his, his fate in your hands. How much time does Tory Lanez get Judge Rasheed? I wouldn't throw the book at him if it's if it's a first offense. If it's a first offense, I wouldn't throw the book at him. I would make him do a little bit of time. He he might have to see it at, at minimum two years, three sentence, and then maybe opportunity to get out sooner than that. Word. Word. Now it also also depends on what the gun laws are in that state. Because mm. if they got if they got a mandatory minimum. For, for 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 holding, you know, you got an unregistered firearm in California, right? Yeah, but he the got, assault may not be the issue; it may be the firearm. Hmm. Yeah, you're right about that. But again, you got the Robert Kraft got caught on video soliciting sex in Florida. Yes, he got he the case lie. dismissed, and actually, everybody else's case dismissed because they said that. They, 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 the video was overreaching. It recorded other people, and so they were like, it's, it, "You can't admit, you can't admit it in court." Like everything got dismissed because of his attorneys, right? I'm not saying Tory Lanez nearly had the same attorney power as Robert Crabb does by any stretch, but I am, I am asserting that he has probably the backing of a label. Um, he can afford to get better representation, so I think it's rather presumptuous to say that even if it is a law that he broke in California, those two laws, clearly, he could get, you know, you know, in substantial time, it could, it could still be probation if it is a first offense, potentially, right? Mm -hmm. And so if I was Megan Thee Stallion, I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be satisfied with that either. I'd be like, are you kidding me? This dude shot me. He gonna get to go 
hang out and do some shows. You kidding me? I saw him on uh, Instagram. He was doing something with Funk Master Flex. I feel like he was just in New York. But, well, uh, me personally, I give him five years. Fuck it. Shot somebody. You know, we need to come down and give him some real time. Now, would he do all five of the years? Probably not. But this says we really think this is a bad crime and we really want you to not do this no more. We're going to make an example of you, Mr. Lanes. Well, didn't Lil, Lil Wayne did time for a gun in New York, right? I don't know. He did do time. I can't remember. I mean, that was so long ago. I know, but he, yeah, I think I know he, he did a, time, but I don't know if it was five years. Damn sure it wasn't five no, years. No, he did like a year. I feel like it's like a year in New York. But you know what trips me out, though? And it might be two different levels, but it's like, not saying us four, but society wants to see justice for Megan, Tory get something. But on the blatant Trayvon Martin, Zimmerman is walking around doing autographs on fucking Skittles. Hmm. And nobody trips off that you know what i'm saying so i'm sitting there like at the end of the day yes megan deserves justice whatever whatever but yo this motherfucker's walking around signing skittles and it's all love no no it ain't love it ain't i'm love. saying when i say love i mean in the sense of he can go around and write books and sign skittles how is that possible you know what i'm saying black men are falling asleep on the job hold on i was about to say what? something I, I want you to I want you to unpack that because I don't understand how they got anything doing anything, but but for for for, for Neil's example, all things aren't even. They're not. You, those are apples and oranges. Like getting into an argument with your shorty in an SUV in the middle of a road in Cali is is very different than than standing your ground, quote unquote, standing your ground in the state of Florida. Those are those are like a gun was used and someone was shot. So, but that doesn't make it even. That doesn't make it the same thing. So, it, if if we were in Florida and Megan was attacking Tori and Tori then shot her in the foot, then we would probably talk about criminally, legally something that's similar on on the same plane. But but the example you given, I can't I can't accept that because I mean you confusing folk. You you over you're making it seem like it's the same thing and it's not. You know, so I wouldn't look for Tories and and and, and um, Zimmerman's situation to be on the same plane because they just they different. Mm. They That's are. No, you, you should, Rashid was absolutely right. We also don't know Tory's defense. He could he could claim something very similar that Rashid just presented and say that shit. he was attacking me. I had it in my hand. They actually discharged, but I was defending myself. Um, that could be a plausible, you know, defense him and his team could mount. Um, now, I'm sorry. The only thing is the gun possession. You, if you legally cannot possess a gun, they got to get him with the, the gun possession. They, if he gets off of the, then I'm going to be like, he has some pretty dope lawyers. If he don't do, if, if, if no time or at the very least not found guilty and maybe get probation he got dope lawyers because you can't you can't be in possession of a, of a firearm in the state of california and like that's okay and, and get caught with it he gonna take an l in public like he gonna go someplace and do a show and he gonna catch an l someplace you, you, you see that coming yeah 
Well, I mean, we definitely going to see. And when that happens, we're going to talk about it because this is going to be an ongoing uh, story here for a long time. I can clearly see that. But um, speaking of long, ongoing stories, Lovecraft Country. Is it Lovecraft or Lovecraft? Lovecraft. Craft. Lovecraft. Craft. Lovecraft Country. Okay. So for all of y'all who have not watched this show, it is a show on HBO and it is uh, very controversial, maybe, I guess is the best way to say it. You know, maybe not controversial. P some people think, and by some people I mean Rasheen, some people think that this show is better or on par with the great shows of all time. So we kind of wanted to unpack this. This is like a little pop culture segment. What's up? Be specific of which show he compared it to. Um, I, hold, hold on a second. I believe it was The Wire. No, the no my, my initial my initial comparison was Game of Thrones. There you go, Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones. So now, I got to point out, he said initial comparison. It has changed. What is the new comparison? Mm. Oh, I'm comparing it to everybody. I'm, I, it, it's Lovecraft Country versus everybody. So, so when you think about your favorite shows of all time, whether it's Breaking Bad, Wire, Game of Thrones, where does it land? Now, I didn't say that it's better than all of them. I want to put it out there. And when I say it's better than Game of Thrones, I have I have I have my own rationale for that. You think it's better than The Watchmen? I didn't watch The Watchmen. I fell asleep on The Watchmen. Whoa! I did. Yeah, I ain't like The Watchmen either. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it another go round. But the second episode, middle of second episode, I fell asleep on it. I was like, okay. And it, it might be because I was expecting it to be similar to what I saw in the movies, which was more similar to what was in the graphic novel. Mm. So I was like, this novel. is a different type of Watchmen. So I was like, eh, I don't know. Right. Watchmen was fire. Um, the answer to your question is it's too early to put it up there with those great shows. Uh, it's only had four, five, six episodes, however many. So five, eight. Let me ask you this, because in my thinking, I'm not really I'm not really comparing it to the whole the whole canon of all those other shows. I'm thinking first season. If I'm comparing this first season to the first season of Game of Thrones, I like this one way better. I agree with that. If I compare this to the first season of Wire, I like this one way better. I don't know if I agree with that. I do. I like this one way better than the first season of Breaking Bad. I can agree with that. So for me, if I just leave it on first season. Sopranos, though. None of the shows you've named so far. Uh, no, this no, 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 no. The Sopranos. No. Give me the Sopranos. Boardwalk. Yeah, I like it better than Sopranos. Boardwalk Empire true. first season was off the chain. I didn't watch yeah, Boardwalk Empire. I did love that. Boy, the only one that I could say that, that, that the first season that is like on par with me is True Blood. First no, season of True Blood. I, I got them even. But it's crazy how I didn't even watch none of y'all favorite seasons. Well, exception for Boardwalk and my only show, and I guess I was alone by myself. I love the Sons of Anarchy. I watched that whole thing, but you know what I'm saying? I don't watch what y'all watch. I don't even know what the hell y'all talking about. Lovecraft. L Lovecraft Country. Uh, Please explain it. All right. So, so if this, you can explain it, this show. Um, it's though it's 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 a it's a it's a mixture of pulp fiction, which 
involves time travel, monsters, demons, um, uh, 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 witches, ghosts, like all of that wrapped up in a real time, real world. Now the time period is the 50s. So you live in your regular life in the 50s and then you're coming in contact with all this paranormal stuff. And you have this dude who's a part of a family that's that's connected with the sons of Adam, who's trying to bring about the Garden of Eden, and they got all these spells that they be they be casting, and he gets sucked into this. It's a lot of stuff going on, mm-hmm. and it's actually even certain parts of episodes, of certain episodes of, is borderline horror. Like that last episode, if if you don't like horror, you better watch that last episode with the lights on. As simple as that. Right. So, hey. But the thing that's for me, that's the anchor, is all anchored in black culture, black experience, like stuff. It's, it's, it, is, it is reminding us who we are and where we come from as a people. For them to, for them to have written in the Emmett Till experience the way they, writ, they wrote it in, and not just in one episode, but over a series of episodes. So you're unpacking it and you're like, yo, that dude Bobo, ain't Bobo Emmett Till's nickname? Yo, is that Emmett Till in the show? They are unpacking stuff. The art, the music, the, they have, um, as a part of their audio track, they will use um, audio samples of, of speeches, interviews, conversations between you know Black uh, political figures, cultural figures, whatever, and how they'll overlay it with what's going on in the actual episode. Fire. It's, it's, y'all got me interested. I, I, can't, I can't emphasize enough how well done it is. It is, it is masterful. It is on par, very similar to what the Watchmen did, in my opinion, too. They went, they did, they paralleled like the Tulsa experience in Oklahoma with Black Wall Street. Um, started out with that, and the way that kind of got wove into their the episodes was just, I thought it was just dynamic. So both of those shows, one, it, it's emphasizing black American culture. You got it leads with black men, black women, um, all these black ancillary char- uh, characters. Um, it is just, both of those shows I thought were well, like excellent shows. I hate that they didn't do a second second season of The Watchmen. Mm. Um, I think this one, I think there's only two episodes left for this season. I can't wait to see. Hopefully, man, I swear to God, I hope they do a second season. I swear I do. I swear I do. I swear I do. They got to. It was still on. I didn't even know that. Yeah, they got to. I went and bought the book. I got the book. So I'm I'm waiting till the season's over to just read the book to see the comparison. Look how people that did that. But the other thing that I really, really liked about it is, I mean, this is a television show. The acting. And and the way I the way I see it, every episode. You got at least one of those actors that's going to pop off. The Hippolyta episode showed you everything she had. The very last episode, the little girl who plays Diane, she went hard. The episode uh, Holy Ghost with um, uh, 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 Journey Smollett, when they had to do that little exorcist to get the spirits out of the crib, she went hard. The only one we haven't seen really, really buck off yet is Tick. So they may be saving that for, for well, like... Gotta- well, I thought the episode when he was when they when they did his backstory when he was at the war, I thought that was kind of dope. For me, that was um it was, uh, it was Jamie Chung. She was, popped off in that one. Yeah, but I'm saying, but you learn more about him, even though even his pops, like his whole pops little backstory, I thought was kind of kind of crazy. 
um, the fact that what you see, Neil, is they have a community vehicle. Like you see like black poverty. Um, with the magic and stuff, there's like a, a character that's black who gets an opportunity to transition or transform into like a white person and walk through town experiencing what it's like to be white. Like it's dope, man. It is dope. Just like so, it's 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 on what though? It's on Netflix? No, it's on HBO Max. Yeah. HBO Max. And can I binge watch it to catch up? Yeah. Fall in. You're gonna yeah. want to binge watch it. You, you you gonna take it you need to take your time. Like I watch each episode at least two two times. At least two times. I can say I do that. I have a whole lot of wrestling. I do because you miss stuff. Like I just went back and, and, and watched, mm -hmm. rewatched the um first episode, and and when they doing they they pan in the house and they showing all the family photos, you miss certain details in those family photos if this is your first time watching it. That's mm. true. You, the first time that they introduced Diane when she coloring the the um the first coloring book of Orinthia Blue, you see her looking at her mama, making like making Orinthia Blue look like her mama. I didn't catch that the first time. So then when she gave the comic book to her father and her mother saw it and they saw the resemblance, I didn't see the resemblance because I, I missed that detail. When you watch it mm. a second go around, you're going to catch details like, yo, like when that's the, the, the silver car, how it's creeping around, you didn't even know it was creeping. It wasn't a silver, silver car. You got to watch it a second, third go around. But watch this weekend. No, it is not better than the first season of The Sopranos. Yes, it is. No, it is not better than the first season of Game of Thrones. It is absolutely not better than the first season of The Wire. And now I'm wondering, what exactly are you drinking? And uh, I'm trying to think. First season of Breaking Bad, no. I, I don't know where you're coming from with this, so I'll just... Wait, are you watching it? Are you watching it? Yes. I think it's a very good show. It's full of references, and it is very dense, and it's very layered. And we love to do this kind of thing on the internet where we can kind of deconstruct everything and talk about it and so on and so forth. And uh, all of that is wonderful. But in the end, it's a pulp fiction kind of show about vampire pigs in the forest and uh, Klansmen with a time machine and this kind of crazy shit. Comparing that to an organized crime family in New Jersey, eh, comparing that to like a public housing project drug operation, for me, I mean, right. I am just so we're clear. I'm right. comparing the, the technicals of the writing, okay, the storytelling, the acting, okay, and it being rooted in my culture. Gotcha. None of those shows tie those things together. Mm, None of those other shows will tie. Even The Wire doesn't tie that together. What about Insecure? Would you would you say that the first season of Insecure? I feel like that was a very that spoke to a, a certain kind of mindset. That, no? that was written for millennials. I, I I'm 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 not a millennial. You're not a millennial, but I, it's, two, it's two different things. This is true. This is true. Okay, I mean, everybody got their own little opinion. I got you. I mean, it's a great show for those who have not seen it, who have not watched it. Please go check out Lovecraft Country. Uh, I want to actually, it's based on a book, not a comic book. Yeah, the, really the book is Lovecraft Country. Right. I need to check that out. I'm going to have to try to Written by white boy, I think. Funny yeah. thing. That's one of the reasons why I want to, I want to, I want to read this. Either he really, either he's a really, really light black dude or he's a white boy. And I think he's a white boy. And for a white boy sure he's white. To, to write this, I need to see how it's written in the, in the novel to see what changes they made for the television show.
So that's why. Corey Peel is an executive producer. Yeah, he, but he's a, but Misha Green is is the showrunner, the writer, the director. That's the sister who's actually pulling all that together. Jordan Peele is just like here's the money, make it happen. I'm just saying, like he's affiliated with it to, to yeah. give it additional credence because what what he has touched from a production or even a directing standpoint has been really dope to deliver from a black experience. Um, so just. It gives you just more credibility, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I am looking forward to, we have a whole lot of black horror movies, TV shows, and so on and so forth. For me, I love it. I'm very excited about all that. Um, I'm really looking forward to movies being opened again one of these days, hopefully soon. I don't know anymore, man, because if they start figuring out how to release the movies on Netflix or... It's not going. It's not going to be the same. But at the same time, I mean, for me, I'd rather pay twenty dollars and I can eat my little snacks here at the house and do all that. You know what I'm saying? But I don't see them opening up. Uh, uh, what is it? The the chain Regal. That's my little local movie theater. They closing down all the Regals. You know what I'm saying? That pisses me off. So just yeah. until next year. Mm. Well, at least that's what they say. Right. We hope. We hope. Knock on wood, because. I really miss the movies. Yeah, AMC is my joint. Right, right. You got to have your own movie theater. You got to have your own bar. Those are things that you need as a as a grown up, as an adult. There's a a joint in Texas, probably some other places too. But it's called IPIC. Mm-hmm. They got it up here. They got a um, and but that's that thing. Sir, it's a little bit more expensive, but it's cool. Cool. It's upscale. It's, I mean, you get blankets. Oh, you get your own popcorn, unlimited popcorn. We didn't right. get a blanket. We didn't get a blanket when we went. But. Designer popcorn, and the, the waiter comes to your door and come to your little chair and be like, "Hey, what do you we do? got blah, blah, blah. here. Here you have like a like lounge section. So like you have almost not like a private two seat like section. Mm-hmm. Blankets and the popcorn and your and your, your server. They call them the ninjas. Right. I like it. I mean, they've kind of changed around all movie theaters. So now all of them come with the recliners, all of them. And especially now, I wonder how they're going to do it because they're going to have to make it so that, you know, you got six feet of space on each side and everything else. We have, I'm pretty sure y'all got it up there too. We got some joints that they call, they call D-Box. So it's reclined seating, but it actually, the seats will move according to like what's going on in, in the action flicks. It's like when I'm looking at bridges and stuff is coming out, I would go see those joints and, and kind of go that's in. A, that's, that's, that's called 4D up here. No, 4D is when you get the, uh, hmm. the, like the water. You, no, you, you yeah, you get that as well. So you talking about you don't get any of that. No, you just get the, the, the motion chairs. They call it D box. Yeah, no, yeah, up here, um, the Regal over in uh in Chinatown is 4D, where you get the moving chairs, the gust, the air, the, the mist, the water, and all that good stuff. I want to go to one of those. We don't got. I haven't seen one of those. I can't find one of those down here yet. Cool so awesome, man. No gust of water. Kind of dope. DC movies is kind of whack. But speaking of kind of whack, yes. um, one last thing here. We got to kind of talk about our little romantic romance relationship section of the show. And basically, we got to deconstruct. Neil, what, you're like, what, what's the scenario that you have for us? No, the scenario is pretty much if you're married, you have kids. All right. So, you have kids that, well, they could be, you just have kids. The marriage doesn't work. You separate. 
you remarry. Can your new spouse or the stepmother or stepfather discipline your child from your previous marriage? So in other words, John, you and your ex had your two kids, you remarry, something happens with one of your two kids. Can your new wife discipline your kids without talking to their mother first? Um, I've been in those situations and it depends on the type of discipline that you're talking about. It depends on the age of the children. It depends on their relationship. It just depends on so many different things. And that's partially why I don't want to introduce no more women to my children because it gets real complex real quick. So to answer your question, I mean, um, no, you're not going to physically discipline my children. You know what I'm saying? But if I trust you to be around them, especially if I trust you to live with them, you have to be able to, you know, assist me in raising them. And that's going to require discipline sometimes. And so if they out here wilding, you know, absolutely make sure that they dot doing this and fill me in, let me know. And, you know, we're going to handle it. That's the way I try to do it. Go ahead, Kelcher. I just want to flip it. Let's say there's another man. Mm -hmm. And they got to do the discipline and you're not involved in that. You good with that too? Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I don't want the other person to physically discipline my children. What I mean by that is don't yoke them up. Don't smack them upside the head. Don't beat them and nothing like that. But... But hold on, um, let me put a caveat on that. Because I got you. Because the scenario that I've had before, not even a scenario, it's really happened. So let's say your son is like 16 from your previous marriage. So now his mother is married to a new dude. And you pretty much know that your son has a little anger issue or aggression issue based on the divorce. So let's say he wants to step up to your ex-wife's new husband, put hands right. on him and things of that nature. Right. And it had to not necessarily be violent, but he had to like, you know, let them know, like, this is not going to happen. Is that okay with you? Especially if your wife, your ex-wife co-signs and says, yeah, he did put hands on him. He did whatever. How would you want that handled? I mean, for me, that's not the first time that's, it, it doesn't go from zero to 60 like that in reality. So this has been something that's been building for a minute. And if it comes to uh, altercation, some kind of physical altercation, um, you know, I expect there to be ramifications behind that. But at the same time, again, you just can't physically manhandle my child. That's definitely something, what normally would happen, I'd imagine they get on the phone with me and be like, they, you know, my stepfather's doing X, Y, Z. And that's why you see, you know, crazy shit happening. So long story short, I would try, I would hope that I have the type of relationship with my child, with my ex-wife, with her new husband and with everybody else that we can see that there's gonna be some kind of conflict and issues and hopefully we can cut it off at the pass. But let's just say it all blew up and it all happened just like you just said, and they kind of tussled and argued and had a fight or whatever. Well, clearly he got to come about your house because you know what I'm saying? He don't respect you. You don't respect, you know, there, there's, there's the bumping head. So he needs to come live with me, come need to be with me for a little bit. Um, I'm also the type of person, I don't believe in letting my children live with their mama. So none of this would really impact me from the gate. So yeah, I look at it from a different perspective. I look at it from the sense of if, my ex moved on and my kids are living with him, which is really happening. We have a discussion on the sense of, even prior to that, what's your version of discipline? You know what I'm saying? Like we have that open line of communication where it's just like, no, I wouldn't want my child to, or my children to 
make you feel like shit or minimize you in your own home. But at the same token, let me know what's going on when it first happens. So like you said, John, I think before it even boils over, we have discussions on what your point of view of discipline is. Because for me, I've never even had to put, I've never had to put hands on my kids growing up. So I wouldn't expect anything to start now, especially since those are not your kids, but we just have an open communication where it's just like, we need to talk. This is what's going on. X, Y, and Z, wah, wah, wah. And hopefully mm -hmm. we can take it from there. Right. Let's see you thinking, Rock. What's going on? I don't know. It depends on what, um, I don't know. Stuff is just different. You got girls, you know, right. I, I, I would hope you wasn't putting your hands on your girls. Right. Just so that, yeah. I just don't like the concept that, you know, fathers, you know, spanking, beating their daughters. Right. Um, the, the Daughters specifically, or can they beat their sons? See, now, I was about to say, there, there, there is my double standard. <laughs> with a son, I mean, he hits 16 and he starts smelling himself, just be like, I right, take your shirt off and meet me in the back. I mean... <laughs> That's real though. That's that's real. I mean, but of course you're going. You're not gonna. You're not gonna box him like he's a grown dude. As as the male, as the adult male, you shouldn't. I mean, I'm looking at it as an opportunity to um to boost his confidence. Like, mm -hmm. so if you end up with having an issue at high school, and um after school someone's saying something to you, you on your way home. I ain't got no dude. I don't got no no problem dealing with this dude because yeah, I swing at my daddy. Yeah, I, it's a confidence yeah. boost. I'm thinking, but then again, I ain't got a 16 year old boy. But then let me let me rephrase it for you, uh, Rock, because like we all said before, we in these situations, but it's just hypothetical. So let's say your stepdaughter, you didn't have a good rapport with her, and for some reason, y'all was just clashing, and you felt disrespected, and. How, how would you handle that? Would it be something where you just talk to the wife and let her handle it? Would you talk mm. to the father? You know what I'm saying? Like, how, what would be discipline for you if you felt disrespected? I, I, think, I think when a child needs to be put in a place because of the way they're interacting with the, an adult, that adult should put that child in a place. Now, with that said, my stepdaughter, my daughter, she not that person. Right. She does not. I mean, I mean, she she she's one of those people. She's one of those kids that even if she wasn't your kid, you still want to hang out with them because they cool like that. Like they really respectful, chill. I didn't mean literally. I didn't mean literally. It was just a hypothetical. It wasn't still, even even in the hypothetical with relationships. It's also in how you approach it. Like when when me and her mother was getting married, I had a, I had a conversation with her. Mm -hmm. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't talk to the mama. I talked with the daughter. She'd be like, listen, me and your mother, you know, it's either, either we just we just got married. I am your bonus father. I'm your bonus dad. And there's going to come a point in time where I may have to discipline you. In the back of my mind, I was thinking, I probably will never have to discipline this child because she is just so dope. Mm -hmm. I said, but, and, but I told her, I said, you, you know, you got to, you got to understand that it's coming from a place of love because when it's all said and done, I, I told her, I said, I'll, I'll, I'll go through hell and fight the devil for you. Like, regardless, no matter what it is. And her response was, okay. I mean, if you, you got to do what you got to do. That's so I think there should be conversation. I don't think a, a step parent should have to go through a biological parent 
in order to build because really what it's about it's about building relationships with that child mm -hmm. it, if you build a relationship with that child you won't have to discipline them all you do is just have conversation with them you know that's the way i look at it you say cage well this is a very interesting subject um i would say i don't have only perspective I have with this is looking at my grandfather who raised my mom, well, helped raise my mom, my uncle, and then me, right? Not a biological you know, parent. He would me, no questions, no harm, no foul. Nobody said, hey, don't do that. Um, he definitely got my uncle in line a couple of times, wasn't his biological son. Um, but I don't, also don't think my uncle's dad was really involved like that either. So I think if you are living in someone else's house as a child with a spouse, you you open yourself up to that type of, to, to some level of discipline. Like you're not just gonna be on par with the adults in the building. This is not realistic. You're a child. You're gonna, you're gonna be a child until you either contributing to this household equally as an adult uh, until you get the fuck out. It's that simple. And if you want to eat the food that I buy, I pay for, and it goes the other way too. Like I, I can't be mad at, a, at another man who disciplines, who would discipline my, my daughter or my son um, if they are out of line. Children will be out of line at times. It's just, it's natural. So to Rob's point, it doesn't mean that they whoop them. It could be a, a conversation. It could be sitting them down, put them in timeout, you know, or taking away some of their things. I mean, why would I, why would I have to, why would I tell somebody to go through me to do something as simple as that? That can provide some discipline or some some feedback to them that can help them. I'm not omnipresent. I'm not. I'm not all things. Um, it takes a village, and that's a true saying. Like you need other people to help you out in that scenario. So, when I was growing up, anybody could kind of check me, and. I'm not saying that same thing applies right now because people are a little weird, but I will have to trust the fact that at that in that situation, my ex-wife would pick somebody that has some value um, and would be comfortable putting them around our kids. And that she would trust me to do the same thing. So don't though, because sometimes you see these crazy ass uh step parents fuck around and beat the kid to death or something. You know, yeah, that's what I'm saying, Kelsey, because like in your in your in your in your synopsis, let's say you know your version of discipline, and you know hypothetically the new bonus dad's version of discipline. Not really, or different. Not, oh, Neil, you, what the point you're missing is it's not really my version versus the other male's version. It's me and their mother's version is what mm -hmm. the step parent would uh, adapt to. It's not like if, if Rasheem's. I respect your point of view, but do you really believe they would have to adapt to that? Like absolutely. what I was saying? Yeah, Rasheem, Rasheem would have to adapt to the, to the disciplinarian style that his wife has with the daughter. He can't come in and implement something completely different without mm -hmm. the mom championing it. It's just not, it's not possible. Yeah, she got to co-sign that. It's not possible. But, but, but I think with 
and I get what you're saying, but so if I pick Rod's perspective, yeah, it's different from a girl's year. But what if it's a boy? And you know, 16, 17. You're missing the point, you know. No matter, I don't give a fuck if it's an alien. The parent has to co-sign the disciplinarian style. Real I t- agree, but I don't necessarily agree. I hear what you're saying, but that's a delicate, that's, I don't know. To and say yeah, that. Let me ask you a question. Let's say somebody, let's use a, let's use a pet. It's simple to use a pet, right? And a lot of people have had, um, they've come into the house with like pets and the pet had somebody else as an owner before. Mm-hmm. Like, like a cold, a cold like Rasheen, I think you had like a dog with somebody else, right? Something like that, dog, cat, something like that. <laughs> All right. If somebody else comes into the house and does something different with the dog, the dog's gonna act out and Rasheen like, hey, no, we don't do that with the dog, we do this. And they, he trains that person how to treat the dog. Is that how we go? Yeah. If you do it with a dog, you can do it with a human. No, I, I'm not negating what you're saying. I just don't think it's that black and white all the time across the board. No, like John was saying, like, you good got some people that it's like, uh, you know, I don't know. I just don't think it's equal across the board like that all the time. You said that they picked the wrong person. That's what you're, you're, really, you're really challenging the, the selection process of the ex-mate or spouse. Mm-hmm. And that's in that situation, they would have to either identify that first or you as the ex could bring it to their attention and say, hey, listen, this is what our kid is saying. You got to figure that out. All right. All right. All right. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. There you go. I mean, it's one of them things if hopefully everybody's got, if, if everybody is mature and we all, you know, there's no lingering issues between the parents and we all about what's best for the kid. Everything's gonna work out. Everything. Everybody gonna ain't. Cool. But everything. It, that's the optimal situation. Very rarely is that, in fact, the case. It's always some kind of skullduggery and something underfoot and power tripping and ego tripping and so on and so forth. So, such as like humans can be trash. That said, I mean, uh, gentlemen, do we have something else that we would like to? delve into real quick a, a last word for the people nothing okay i'm gonna say rest in peace to their brother that got killed in texas yes yes uh jonathan price i believe that's a damn shame that's the last thing we talk about but it's sad we got to discuss it again and we probably will say something else about somebody else next week and so rest on peace. rbg there you go so on that note Internet, thank you very much. Again, straight no chase of the podcast. Please like this, share this, subscribe to this, tell your friends about this, and uh, you know, join us next week, and we're going to talk about some other random nonsense that we read up on the internet about. So, fellas, that's about it. We got it. That's, that's it. You good? About. Adios. Peace, y'all. Straight, straight, no chaser. No chaser.